right, if you'll turn your Bibles with me to Psalms chapter 31 this evening, Psalms chapter 31, and we're going to be in verse number 1, Psalms 31, verse number 1. While you're turning there this evening, uh, had a chance yesterday to get out just a little bit. The weather was turned beautiful. Has anybody been able to get out and enjoy the weather this weekend? Wasn't it just beautiful? I'll tell you what, the grass is growing. That made my cows happy. And because my cows are happy, I'm happy because I don't have to feed them that much more hay. I put out a bale and they went and picked grass. I said, praise the Lord. I'm excited about that. And uh, the the red buds, I seen them, they're starting to get this little red tint to them. They look pretty. I was going down the road this afternoon. Just beautiful. But we went out yesterday and uh, the mushrooms are starting to come out of the ground. They're coming out of the ground. We've seen some mushrooms. We picked up a few of them. Amen. It's springtime. You know it? Uh, I've heard something about somebody went out white bass fishing and they got a big mess of them. I've been seeing pictures of people shooting turkeys. Praise the Lord. And I'm thinking that it's about time somebody warmed up some lard somewhere and put some fish and some turkeys and some mushrooms in there because uh, it's springtime and that's what we need to be doing in Missouri. And I'll be glad to come if you just let me know when. Um, I'll be glad to show up and help you. But, you know, we went out uh, yesterday and I had my grandson was with me, John. He come out there with me. I said, Papa, I want to show you this. We're walking around and we seen a deer track in the mud. I said, look at that, John. What do you think that is? He said, that's a deer, Papa. I said, yeah, it's a deer. And we looked around and I said, you know, I said, it's going this way. You can tell by the way his toes are pointed. You know, they don't walk backwards most of the time. <laughs> Try to help him out a little bit, showing him how that works. I'm not a big woodsman, but I like to teach him the difference between a deer and a dog track. You know, I can do that much. And I'd show him a few little different things like that. And, and so he knows the difference. He knows the direction that they're going. And uh, get him a little bit of education on that. <clears throat> he can go out and he can help track out Papa's deer whenever I shoot one. <laughs> you know, this last fall, my daughter, she wanted me to take her out deer hunting. Her brothers won't take her. Because when she was young, she didn't know how to be quiet. And she's got better, boys. She'll, she'll sit still now. Um, but we went deer hunting, and uh, I'm telling you, boys, Katie is a deer tracker. Because we was in the stand, and there was a deer come, his butt come across the field. And she says, shoot it, Daddy, shoot it. And I said, all right, sweetie, I'm going to shoot it. And I showed it, and he humped up, and across through there he went. And you're not going to believe this, but I hit the thing. Okay? And I did hit it. But it went across the field, out through the woods, a little disappointed. Well, now we've got to go find the crazy thing. But I got Katie, and so I got her to the spot. She found the blood. I said, Katie, you found it? Start tracking and she's hunting, and she's going down through there. There's some. There's some, Daddy. And she, oh, there's some, Daddy. And she followed that thing all through the woods, and I started videoing her. And I've got the video to prove that she found the deer. Now, it took her a minute to spot it because it was about 10 foot away from her. And she's looking over here, and it was right there. But when she spotted it, 
it was a big deal. She done tracked the deer. So now we know the deer tracker, we know where they're at. We know where to find them with John. He got the tracks on them. He can hunt them down. Once we get them shot, Katie can hunt them down. She can blood trail them. I want to know you guys get no ideals. She's my deer tracker. Okay. So we can do these things. <clears throat> but uh, there was a, all this tracking, it reminds me of a story I heard years ago about uh, this old boy went out and he's staying with the Indians. Out in the, out in the prairie and uh, one of them left one day. One of the Indians slipped out and he came back that evening carrying a deer with him. And the guy said, wow, how'd you find that deer? He said, well, I found the tracks and I followed the tracks and I came back with a deer. And then the next day, there was another guy slipped out. And when he came back a day or so later, he had a bear. He was carrying his bear along with him. And the guy says, wow, this is amazing. Where did you find this bear? How'd you get it? He said, I found the tracks and I followed the tracks and I killed this bear and I brought it home with me. So the guy's thinking, this ain't too big of a deal. I can handle this. So he slips out. Four or five days later, he comes limping back into camp. The Indians are concerned about him. He's tore up. He's beat up. He's cut. He's bruised. About dead. They said, what happened to you? He said, I found tracks. I followed tracks. And I got hit by a train. <laughs> so it's a pretty serious deal. <clears throat> Tracking. <clears throat> now all these stories has got just a little bit of a point. We like to have a good time. I love to tell stories. But in Amen. Psalms chapter 31, verse number 1, if you'll read with me. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thine righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock for a house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Now I want to preach a message this evening. Following Jesus, how are you tracking? How are you at tracking? Pray with me this evening. We'll get started. Lord, we just thank you for your opportunity to be able to come into your house tonight again, Lord, and to hear from your word. God, I pray that you'll help us as we preach, Lord, that we'll be able to read your word, God, that you'll give us some truth, God, from your word. Lord, it ain't nothing to me, God. I'm nothing at all standing up here, Lord. It's all of you, God. I need your help tonight. Lord, we need your presence, and we need your leading. We need your, 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 your help tonight in, in the service. And everything that we say and do, God, will praise, praise you, Lord, and want to give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. When it comes to following Jesus, how are you at tracking? How are you tracking? You know, it's pretty easy for us to go out and spot a deer track or a dog track or a cat track or a coon track or whatever it is out there in the mud. My daughter can blood trail a deer. It ain't that big of a deal. But how are we at tracking when we're following Jesus? You know, God has laid out in His Word a plan. God has given us direction for our life. 
God has given us a path that we should follow. The Bible says that He directs our paths in everything that we do. But many times we don't follow His Word. We get mixed up and we can't find our way, it seems like. How we should follow Jesus. The title of my message is, How Are You Tracking? First of all, you need to know the Lord. You know, I told you I took little John out there and I point out them tracks. I say, John, this is a deer track. He don't know the difference until somebody tells him. The other day I was out walking with him and it was pretty muddy. And I seen something, a, a, a spot there on the road where one of the dogs had walked past us. The dogs was out there. I said, John, look at that. What is that? Well, everything he'd seen in the dirt was a track, was a deer track. He said, that's a deer track, Popo. I said, no, son, that's not a deer track. That's a dog track. No, it's a deer track. <laughs> I said, well, you probably know better than me, but I'm pretty sure that's a dog track. And, and the dog walked by about that time and made five, six, eight, ten more of them right there. I said, see there, that's how that works. He stomped right there and look what he did. He made that impression. So now he knows the difference between a deer track and a dog track. He figured that out. wasn't that hard. How come we have such a hard time figuring out God's path and God's track, God's plan for our life compared to something totally opposite what the world has for us? Totally different. It's not that hard. God has laid it out for us. First of all, we need to know the Lord. If you don't know the difference, you might be able to find many tracks to follow. And you may end up in a train wreck. Like the old boy that went out and found the tracks and followed the tracks. Got hit by the train. If you're not following the right tracks, you're going to end up in a train wreck. John chapter 14 and verse number 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I'm here to tell you tonight that there's only one way to heaven. There's only one way to be able to, to have your presence be in the presence of the Lord whenever you die for eternal life. I'm telling you tonight that you're going to spend your eternity after death in one place or the other is going to be in heaven or hell. And there's only one way to get to the Father, to get into glory, into heaven. And that's through Jesus Christ and His righteousness, the finished work that He did on the cross by His shed blood Amen. is the only way to heaven. There's only one way. You say, well, there's lots of paths. There's lots of ways. There's lots of different religions. There's, there's lots of ways that I can follow the Lord. Or, you know, well, I believe the Bible says this. Or, or I think that, you know, I, I could do these things and, and still get to heaven. The Bible says that there's one way. And that's through Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. He died... On the cross after living a sinless life here on earth because He wanted to save me from hell. And that was the only way. Had there been another way, I'm pretty sure He would have done it. Why would He have suffered and died that horrible, painful, shameful death on the cross had there been another way? There was no other way. He says, I am the way. That's the only way to heaven. 
Are you tracking on that tonight? How are you tracking on the way to heaven? Are you saved? Are you saying, you know what, I think I'm going to make my own way. I'm going to follow my own path. I'm going to follow these other ideals that the world has to offer. How are you tracking? What are you following tonight? Do you know Him? The old song says, I've decided to follow Jesus. There's no turning back. Though none go with me, I'm still going to follow Him. How are you tracking on that tonight? How well do you know the Lord? You know, Jesus, He died on the cross to save me from my sins, but it didn't stop right there. He didn't just save me from hell. He didn't just say, I want you to be able to spend eternity in heaven with me. He wants my whole life. God wants me to follow Him in life, not not just in death, not just after I die. I'm not here to just live however I want any way and walk through this world just as happy and follow my own trail and my own path. God, is here. He's put out in His Word the direction, the path that we're to follow. He wants us to follow Him. He's leading in our lives, but we don't follow Him. Oh yeah, we want to be saved. We, we want to we miss hell. We want to spend eternity in heaven. But do we follow Jesus Christ in our life? How are we about living for Him? You say, well, I'm willing to die for Christ. I'm I'm willing to, 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 to lay down my life because I know that I'm saved and I'm going to spend eternity in heaven. But what about living for Him? Are you willing to live for Him? Are you tracking that way? Are you following the path that God has given you? Have you followed those trails that He's laid out there for you in His Word? God's got a direction for our life. We need to follow Him not only to heaven, but follow Him in our lives, in our daily living. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse number 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. Psalms chapter 48 and verse 14. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. In Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 19, A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. You know, this world tells us to follow our heart. The world says, you need to follow, follow what's leading you inside. Follow your heart. Do what feels good. It's your life. Why don't you just live it? You've only got one. Make the most of it. You know what the Bible says there in that verse we just read? It says the Lord is to direct our steps. It says that a man's heart devises his ways. Now, why does the world say to follow your heart? That comes straight out of the Bible. The world says to follow your heart. A man's heart. 
What we have inside of us, I can tell you right now that if I followed my heart, my direction, the things that I desired, I'd be heading straight towards an evil path. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You can't follow your heart. You can't follow your desires. You can't follow in your life the things that you want, the things that, the things that make you feel good, or the things that, 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 that everybody else is doing. You've got to lead your heart. You've got to let God show you your path. You've got to let God give you the right kind of desires. It's not in us of our own. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse number 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. In Psalms chapter 32 and verse number 8, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go, and I will guide thee with mine eye. How are we tracking tonight? Are we following God's path? We need to learn the differences in different tracks. We need to learn the directions of God's path for our life. How do we learn that? How do we figure that out? Well, there's one way. is by studying the Word. That's the only way I know. You know what? I can sit here and I can try to explain to you, Phil, what a deer track looks like. I can tell it to you all day long. But until you see one, your life will start tracking my cows. <laughs> you know? Until you've seen it, until you've studied it, until you've experienced it, you don't know what you're looking at. You know, I can tell my children, I can tell John about serving the Lord. I can tell my family, I can tell my friends, the people that I work with. I can tell you all here at church what the Bible says. I can tell you how to serve the Lord. I can tell you what path that I feel like God would have for you in your life. I could probably even try to give you some good godly advice, some good decisions. But until you understand for yourself, you have to know what God's direction is for your life. You have to know, you've got to be able to understand what God's path looks like for your life. How do you understand that is by looking at God's Word. You've got to understand what God's paths look like. God's paths are in His Word. There's other examples in the Bible that God has given us for our learning. The Lord's leading is to be followed by faith. How do we know the difference between God's will for our life and and our own? God's direction or a worldly path? You know what? Sometimes it seems like they might even be going in the same direction. You know, I've been outside there. I've been out in the woods, Brother Dean. Sometimes I've been out walking through a trail and I'll see a deer track or a turkey track or a coyote track. And they may all be on that same path. Go in the same direction. How do I know which one I'm supposed to follow? When we go through our lives, we're walking out here in the world. There's times whenever there's things in this world that have 
an element of godliness to them. There's things that might have biblical backgrounds to them. What if we get tangled up in that? And we say, well, that's going in the right direction. But what happens when it starts forking off a little bit? Which way do we go? What are we supposed to be following? If I don't know what God's path for my life looks like, I'm liable to start following the old coyote. I'm liable to start bouncing around like a rabbit. Things go all over the place. We've got to know what God's plan is for our lives. God is always the same. He never changes. He never fails. The God of the Bible is still God today. I'm talking about the God that created this world. The God that spoke it into existence. The God that made man with his own hands out of the dust and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. The Creator. He's the one that wants to lead us in our everyday life. Can you imagine that? He wants you to have a personal relationship with Him. He wants you to talk to Him personally. He wants you to, he wants you to follow what He has. He wants you to walk with Him in His path that He has for your life. The direction that He has for your life. The God of this universe. He's the same God that Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. He's just. And He's holy. He's the same God that translated Enoch that he may not see death. He's the same God that's leading you tonight. How are you tracking? Are you following Him? He's leading. His trail's there. But are you tracking it? He's the same God that warned Noah that there was a flood coming. He told him to build the ark. It's the same God that saved everybody alive. All the animals, his family. He wanted to lead you too. It's the same God that called Abraham to leave his home. Because he wanted to lead him into the promised land. Abraham was tracking. He followed God. And he left his home. He went to the promised land. He had the promise. He had the, 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 <clears throat> the inheritance that God was aiming to give him. Because he was willing to follow God's leading. The same God is wanting to lead us tonight. He's wanting to lead me. He's wanting to lead you tonight. The very same God. He has something for us. It's the same God that had Moses' parents put him in an ark and hide him. It's the same God that had Moses decide, put it in his, to his heart to not be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Hey, Moses had to decide to follow God's leading. It would have been pretty easy to stay right there where he was at. You bet. Pretty tempting. Amen. But he had to follow God's leading. It's the same God that led those people out of Egypt. 
Led them through the wilderness. Led them through the Red Sea. Provided for them. It's the very same God that's wanting to lead us tonight. The same guy. Same God. It's the same God that led Gideon into battle. It's the same God that led Samson as he fought the Philistines. It's the same God that led David as he led the kingdom of Israel. As he wrote a pretty good chunk of your Bible here through God's inspiration in the Psalms. It's the same God that wants to lead our lives. Are we tracking him? He's the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's healed the sick. He's raised the dead. He's done miracles. Amen. Not just in this Bible. He answers prayers. Amen. I've had God answer prayer. Amen. If I was to stand here tonight and say, hey, we're going to have testimony time, I want to know, has God done anything for anybody at any time? We could be here all night long. Just praising the Lord for what He's done for us. He answers prayers in the little things as well as He does in the big things. He wants to lead you tonight if we just track Him. Do you know His voice? Do you know the direction that He has for your life? Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 19. Yet thou in thy manifold mercies forsookest them not in the wilderness with the pillar of the cloud departed not from them by day to lead them in the way, neither the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way wherein they should go. In Psalms chapter 5 and verse 8, the Bible says, Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies make thy way straight before my face. In Psalms chapter 23, all oh, this passage is read so many times at funerals, it needs to be read every day when we wake up in the morning. We need to understand that God has a direction for our lives. He wants to lead us in our lives, not just at the funeral. Psalms chapter 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. <coughs> Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Psalms chapter 25 and verse number 5. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. How are we at waiting on him? How are we at tracking are we following God's direction for our lives? You know, that's a pretty tough one right there. That last little part that says we wait on Him all the day. I don't like to wait on Him very often, Brother Danny. I'm like, Lord, here's my problem. Let's get it fixed. We need to move on. God says we need to wait on Him. 
We need to wait on him. Psalms chapter 27, verse number 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Psalms chapter 43 and verse number 3. O send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me into thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Psalms 61 verse number 2. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You know what? There's help if we just listen to God. If we'll just look at His leading. If we'll follow His direction. The Bible says when we're overwhelmed, when life ain't going great, how are you at following Him? Or do you just try to fix it yourself? Psalms chapter 139 and verse number 10. Even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Psalms 143 verse 10. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 13, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth into, the, in, into life, and few there be that find it. Sometimes God's path isn't beat out so hard that everybody finds the way they want to go. God's got a straight path. It's a narrow path for our lives. There's not a lot of room for bouncing around wherever you want to go. Amen. Doing whatever you feel like doing. God has direction for your life. <clears throat> How are we tracking in God's leading? God wants to lead us in every aspect of our life, not only in the direction, in the destination for all eternity. But in every aspect of our life, God wants to lead you. God has a direction for our life in everything that we do. Every thought, every action in our life. Psalms chapter 37, 5 says, Commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. In verse number 23, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. The Bible says that the steps of a good man, he says he will delight in his way. The good man delights in the path of the Lord. Because the Bible says that our steps are ordered by God. Everything that we do, every step we take, every word we speak, 
every thought that goes through our mind. Are we following God's direction? God's leading in that? Are you willing to follow God's leading in everything in your life? Are you willing to follow God's leading in your marriage, in your home, in your family, in looking for a spouse? Are you willing to follow God's direction? Do it God's way. Let God lead you in that. What about the raising of your family? What about how you're going to do things at the house? Are you going to have God's word and God's statues guiding your steps in your home and your marriage? What about in your finances? What about in your workplace? We need to be asking God and looking for God's path diligently in everything that we do. You know, I told you about Katie coming out and she helped me find that deer. <coughs> you know, that girl was focused on the ground. And she said, there's one, Daddy. There's one, Daddy. How come we can't do that about God's direction for our life? We don't search diligently for God's path, the things that God has for us. We're not looking. We're not saying, God, what do you want me to do here? God, show me from your word. Lord, please give me something. We don't pray about it. We're not even searching God's will for our life most of the time. Let alone looking diligently for the path that God has for us. I'm telling you, young people, if you're looking for a spouse, you need to be talking to the Lord about that. If you're thinking about changing jobs, or getting a job, you need to be asking God, is this what you would have for me to do in my life? If you have a decision to make at your home, a financial decision or whatever it may be, you need to involve the Lord in that. You don't just make these things up as you go. You're headed for a train wreck. You're not following the right tracks. You need to search diligently for God's will for your life, God's direction for your life. God has laid it out in His Word. You say, well, God, you know, some things, God didn't tell me whether I needed to go work at this job or that job. It don't say in the Bible, go work for this company or that company. It doesn't say in the Bible whether I should start this business or, or whether I should sell this truck or whether I should hire this employee or fire that employee. God, it doesn't say in Psalms whether or not uh, me and my wife should buy a four-wheeler. How do I find God's will? We'll get to it here in just a minute. Are you following God's leading? It's <clears throat> my last point. Losing the trail. When we lose the trail. How many Huggins has ever lost the trail? I know some of you guys have out, been out there, you've shot a deer, or you've been tracking something, and you was looking, and you just lost it. Has anybody ever done that? Raise your hands. I need to make sure I'm not the only one. Okay. Sometimes we just lose the trail. You know, a few years back, we had a deal where 
there was an arrow got slung at a deer and pretty sure we let the wind out of him. But uh, the blood trail just ran out. And we looked and we tracked and we hunted and I followed it a long ways and we followed it a long ways, several of us, and I had to call in for help. I had to call reinforcements. I called my brother. I said, I can't find it. And he came and he brought some people and we looked and we searched. But we just lost the trail. We couldn't find anything. He got dark. And then we really couldn't see. The going got pretty tough. And we just couldn't find it. As we go through our lives, we're trying to follow God's leading. We're trying to follow God's direction. And you know what? Sometimes trials come into our lives. Sometimes our life starts getting a little dark. Like, I just don't see God's direction for me in this. It's getting dark. It's getting tough. And I just can't see which way to go. Sometimes whenever you're looking for tracks on the ground, it's real easy when they're walking through soft mud. Some of that old black dirt. There ain't very much of that around my place. Lots of rocks. They don't leave many tracks on the rocks. I'm not that good of a tracker. And when things get hard and things get rough, it's hard to find God's direction for our life. It's like, where are you, God? What do you want for me? What do you have for my life? It's getting dark. There's trials in my life. Things are not going great. Things are hard. Where's God at? Like I said, sometimes it's not just in 2 Corinthians whether you ought to do this or not. You have to pray and you've got to ask God to show me your direction. I can't see nothing. I can't hear nothing. I can't find nothing. God, I need you to lead me. As a blind man, God promises in His Word that He'll do that. You know why? Sometimes we just got to keep moving on faith. You say, I know God was heading me in this direction. I don't know what's going to be on past this. I can't see the next step. I can't see the next track, but I know I need to be going in that way. That's where God would have me to go. I know it's dark. I know it's rough. I know it's tough. But in that direction is where God wants me to keep moving to. I'm telling you right here tonight that God does not take you up and turn you around. Well, if you're following God's path, if you're following God's leading and God's trail, keep following it. You got to step through that by faith. God has a plan. He has a purpose in your life. Whenever things start getting that way, when we start going through dark times and whenever, whenever the tracks don't seem real plain and, and the going's tough, we've got to follow by faith. We don't, what, what we'll try to do a lot of times is we try to make our own way. 
We say, well, I'll get my own artificial light out here. I'm going to get this, that, this, this trail's a little bit steep and rocky. Maybe if I go on around this way, I'll be going to the same place. Maybe I can just skirt around this difficulty. Maybe I can find something else to guide me through, through this dark time in my life. And you pull away from God's leading. You pull away from the trail that God has you on and you lose your way that way. You turn from God, trying to make your own path, trying to make your own way because it's easier or it's more appealing to us or it looks better. Or you say, you know what, I'll be going down this way, but it's not going to hurt if I jump over here for just a little while. I can swing back around and I can catch up with where God wants me to be. So I can move out of God's will for my life in just a little bit. I can deviate from that. And you get out of God's will. You start following the wrong tracks. The dark times is tempting to turn from the unknown or the trials when it seems the path was the wrong one. But in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse number 13, it says, And who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? The secret is to stay close to God. Whenever things start getting rocky, whenever things start getting dark in your life, you better try to catch up to Him. Don't be lagging behind. If I'm out in the dark, I remember as a young feller, Brother Danny, we used to go coon hunting every once in a while. I didn't have a lantern or a flashlight that was worth a hoot. But Dad might have one, or Grandpa. And when it got dark, I wanted to stay up pretty close to where they was at, Brother Danny. I didn't like getting out there too far behind. I could see where they was going. I could see that light out there. I know they had me in that direction. But I can't see the next step. I can't see what's right here. I can't see my way beyond this problem that I'm in. What do I need to do? I need to get closer to God. I need to get closer to the light. I need to get up there where I can hang on to His hand. You know, I took little John out. We was walking out in the creek the other day. And there's some big old rocks out there. And I was having trouble standing up here at a spot or two. And I kept telling John, I said, Boy, that's going to be over your head right there here in just a minute. You better hang on to Papa. And he'd hang on to me. And them old feet of his would slip on a rock that was bigger than him and greasy and slimy. And he'd slip and he'd about fall and Papa would hang on to him. And I'd hold him up by the arm. And he said, it deep, Papa. I said, I know you're going to get it in your boots. You better be careful. You better hang on to Papa. God wants us to hang on to his hand when we're going through that rough stuff. Whenever we put the, he puts that stuff in our lives to, to draw us closer to Himself. It's easy to follow God when things are smooth and things are easy. When we can see plain the path that God's laid out for our life. But when things are tough, God is trying to draw us unto Himself so we can become closer to Him. How are you tracking tonight? How are you following how are, you, how are you at staying close to God? How are you about His leading tonight? 
That old song says, no turning back. No turning back. How are you doing this evening? The secret is to stay close. If you pray with me this evening, God, we just thank you for this little bit that you've given us from your word tonight, God. This little bit of truth. These simple illustrations, God, that Lord, we just want to we want to be close to you and we want to do what's right. We want to follow the leading that you have in our lives. But so many times we stray from the trail. God, we know that you're trying to draw us close to you and we know that you want us to have a relationship. God, we know that you have a desire for our lives. You have a leading for our lives. God, I just ask that you'll help us to learn to love you, to follow you. God, to put you first in everything that we do. Lord, I stand up here. I'm guilty. Lord, I don't, I don't follow your path, Lord. I don't put you in, in front of me every time. Sometimes I try to make my own way. But Lord, I want to do better. And God, I pray that this message, Lord, these, these, these verses, Lord, there's so much in your word about your leading and about how you want to guide our lives and the, the path that you have for us, Lord, the right way. God, if we would just do what you'd have us to do, we could save ourselves a lot of heartache, a lot of train wrecks in our lives. Because we get to follow in the wrong tracks. Lord, I pray that you'll just help us, Lord, as we go out of this place tonight, Lord. And Lord, I just ask tonight that if you'll have any of us that needs to talk to you, God, that working in your heart, Lord, and this, this message, Lord, I pray, God, that we'll take it with us and Lord, help us to guide us in the days to come. Lord, I just thank you so much for all that you do for us and your love for us and your long-suffering. In Jesus' name, amen.